Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ready! Buffalo Bills game day on the Buffalo Bills radio network. All right, here we go, here we go. We got to have a drive. 23 left, 23 left. One, two, It's time for the post-game show with Shope and the Bulldog. A bitter, bitter loss in the divisional round for a third year in a row for the Bills, this time at home at the hands of what has become clearly their arch nemesis, the Kansas City Chiefs. 27-24 is your final score, and that is it for the 2023 season for the Bills. Uh, an attempt to tie the game late, sailed <clears throat> wide right by Tyler Bass, and we have another offseason of questions and concerns and a definite lack of fulfillment on the promise of a Super Bowl contending team just not being able to find their way to make the next step. Uh, I am the Bulldog. We're waiting for I'm Mike here. Shope to get hooked up. There he is. Hi, Mike. Uh, sorry. Um, just, just what a, what a br- I, great game, <laughs> right? Like lots of, lots of drama and another of these finishes that just can't seem to go the Bills way in these moments. Just bitter. Ever. Ever. Right. I mean, yep. Just ever. Yeah. Uh, it's devastating. Because I'm not sure this is an easy game for pointing fingers. I mean, they missed a field goal. Uh, they dropped a lot of passes. They dropped some passes. That late, that last possession, the missed throw on second down, or even maybe missed decision or both uh, by Allen there, but it's so hard to blame him. I mean, he... Yeah carried this team to this level I was always worried that they were just too obsessed with their running game to beat the very best teams is it fair to knock them tonight for that I mean their passing game absolutely dried up like a raisin there was no digs Shakir was good but it's sparingly and he's hurt it's Trent Sherfield. There's no Davis. And, you know, this was the bargain. It looked great when they were driving eight minutes on the Chiefs up the middle in the second quarter. Every fan of any age was in love 
They're just pushing around Kansas City, finally playing at home, and this is what they wanted, and I'm at home going, this is what they wanted. And there's eight minutes less on this clock in Kansas City against a ravaged Bills defense, which you can absolutely not blame the Bills for, was moving the ball at will. And it was just at best going to come down to these little plays and yep. kicks. And, you know, they they got a reprieve with that Hardman fumble. I mean, that should never have been. Oh, that, that felt like <laughs> what a the gift. absolute axis of what our offseason would be about. Well, it would be the fake punt leading to a two-score game all of a sudden. And, yeah, they really caught a break there. A big, big break to get the ball back like that. <sighs> and, yeah, they just couldn't just couldn't do anything with it. I, I would give Allen a pass on that miss to Shakir if that's the play you're referring to there. he, he Chris Jones drove got Dawkins hit. right into him. And just as he th- – I think the reason that ball is short to Shakir is because he got hit as he was releasing it. Um, that would be my guess anyway. Um, so I, I wouldn't even ding him for a miss there because I think it was a miss that was affected. I would definitely ding some of his receivers, including Stephon Diggs, just not being able to catch balls that were cleanly where they needed to be. I mean, Holy cow. Two long ones that, to Sherfield. I mean, but that's Trent Sherfield, and that's a that's a bargain you made, right? That's a that's a depth player, and you know we can all dog. I can dog Davis with the best of them, and he has his drop issues too. So it's not like you're sure you're catching those, but those were huge plays. But Diggs is your guy. Diggs is your dude, and that ball hit him in both of the hands. I, I just I just I, I cannot understand how he doesn't he does not come. He's him, right? How does he not come down with that ball? Oh, is there a, awful. is there a word for the gesture he made last week or Monday and then again tonight after that play? Is there a word for that when you put your thumb and your index finger close together but like a little bit apart like uh just this this close? Yeah. That's what is going to be for however long it takes very similar to last year because last year ends and Diggs is so pissed off minutes into the game seven nothing Bengals about a throw that Allen doesn't put you know right here when he's under duress running left now here it all is and it's 50 yards in the air and it's through his hands and he gets up he starts to jog back to the huddle he's got the uh, yeah uh, that is tough is yeah. that supposed to be like I almost I, had it? No, yeah. it wasn't on Monday. It wasn't. I almost had it when the throw hit the Pittsburgh guy in the back, and he gets up. And it's almost funny, like oh, right here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's. Yeah, I don't know if that's. You know, he he had to wait for that ball a little bit, and so I don't know if that's criticism. You know that it wasn't a perfect throw, but it sailed right through his hands. I mean. Yeah, well, what he's else is it? defended, right? I mean, I, I, what I, else oh, is I don't it? know. I, I don't know. Like, I should have had it. I was close to having it. Maybe is what that is. No, no, no way. I mean, maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I say right okay. now, no way. You know what you do if you're going to do anything? This guy cannot, you know, gesticulate. If you're going to do anything, when it's my fault, you pat yourself right here in the heart. Like, I, my bad, right? That's what everybody does. No, he's got the uh, right. You know, this much better. Okay, here's Josh Allen. Um, sucks. 
Losing sucks. Losing them, losing anybody at home sucks. On the, on the last drive, I think it was second down, you threw it to the end zone, Shakir was there. It didn't look like you wanted to go there, did you? Because it looked like it was, you were kind of indecisive. What happened on that play? No, I wanted to go there. I didn't have great pocket movement. Um, just couldn't get into the throw. What did they do? What did they do with me? You bottle up the one game there in the fourth quarter to slow you guys down? Um, showing a few different fronts, just a couple, maybe a couple bad checks by me. Losing that at home for the second straight year to have it in your, in your place, is that, does that make it sting just a, a lot more? Here, there, it doesn't matter. Um, you just, losing sucks. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, what, was the, what was the problem for much of the night? They didn't really seem to have a good read on downfield. You had a lot of check down stuff, but it was tough to get the ball downfield. Well, I mean, they were playing soft zone, checking it down. That's just trying to take what the defense gives us. Um, yeah, I mean, that score touchdowns. You know, I didn't think we played bad. I didn't think our, our team played bad. We got to make one more play, and uh, we didn't. You guys have been a very good team for a very long time. Um, to get over this hump, you have, you have to be able to get over at this stage of the playoffs. Do you think it will take some small tweaks or, or a bigger kind of change? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a big change. I think it's just again we gotta gotta find a way to score one more point than they do. And every season, if you don't win, it's it's a failed season. That's the nature of the business. Um, you know, there's one one happy team at the end of the season, really. And uh, when it's not you, when you're when you're so close, it just it sucks. Josh, what do you think that uh, Kansas City did in that last possession to get you guys off of executing there? Um, which one? The last drive. Well, I thought we, we we moved the ball well. Um, we converted on a couple key third and fourth downs. Um, you know, miss here or there. That's that's the game. They get paid on that side too to make plays. Um, like I said, we just got to make one more play, and we didn't. Josh, what do you say to Tyler Bass in that situation? You know, I wish it wouldn't have been put in that situation. You know, that's it's you know, you win as a team, you lose as a team. You know, one play doesn't define a game. It doesn't define a season. I know people are going to be out there saying that. Um, you know, we got to be be there for him because, again, we 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 execute a couple plays prior. You know, probably singing a different tune right now. At the two-minute warning, are you at that point thinking we're winning this game in regulation? Yeah, that's that's the that we have in our guys. You obviously just happened, but facing another off season, you know, with just questions. Can you kind of put that into perspective and just going into another offseason when you didn't get the job? Yeah, I mean, it's, gonna, it's just like every offseason so far. Um, just got to continue to work, you know, quiet the noise. And, and you know, this, this, this game could be taken away in an instant. And, you know, you have to enjoy each and every moment of it. Um, 
I love this team. I love how resilient we were. You know, you can sit there and say it's a failed season. Um, a lot of up and up and downs that we faced. You know, a lot of uh, great men that we have in this locker room. Great leaders, great husbands, great fathers. I'm just I'm, I'm proud to to say that I've played with uh, you know the guys in that locker room because um, you know, we come into work each and every day and we have a good time. You know and um, we could have called it quits early on in the season, and we didn't, and fought our way to get here. And again, we got to find a way to, to get through it. Josh Allen and the Bills go down in the divisional round at home for the second straight year. I guess you're doing your job right. You're asking him questions about the offseason and changes. How, how can he answer those questions right now? Like, can you give me a day? Can you give me an hour? Before I have to talk about what has to change with the roster, he did. He got a question about with two minutes left. Are you thinking about winning the game in regulation? How about sort of where he went with the ball at that point with two minutes left? It was to the end zone. He got hit. Bulldog is right to say that he was challenged there. The third down play is kind of a fire drill, running right to the sideline. We've made him. We've seen him make that play, save the Bills on that kind of play many times. Not in this case. I thought, Bulldog, that drive was setting up for one of those classic, if I may, Bills drives where they have the clock just, you know, in their pocket, and they're taking the thing all the way down, eight minutes left, and there they are. They're perfect. They're two minutes left down three. Kansas City does not want to give up the touchdown, the field goal. They would take it, right or wrong. The Chiefs would take it, 27 all. With a minute left or less, they would totally take it. But it ends up being, of course, it's the first down run because that's the law. The Bills have to run the ball on first down. So it's James Cook for one yard, Congarts, second down the miss, third down the miss, and then it's a 44-yard field goal, and your season is over in a blur. Like, I don't care if he's thinking about, are we going to win the game? Who cares if he thinks, what difference does it make if he thinks they're going to win the game in regulation? Where is the ball going on those two plays? second down, and then third because they went for the kill shot, didn't really need to. Kansas City be like, all right, first down. As long as we end up here with a field goal, we're good. Instead, it's to the end zone, to the end zone, field goal miss, good night. Like, <laughs> these questions are so often about feelings. Feelings are fine. What was the play call? What was the plan? He's, asked, he's, he's being asked about what they're going to do to the roster. What was the play call on second down? Well, he's got digs for the other thing we talked about already. He's got digs alone across the middle of the field. He can score on that play. But, you know, what What was he thinking about? Did you think you're going to win yeah. the game in regulation, sir? Uh, yeah, I they think needed when, he to be smarter there. Open, when he sees Shakir open, I think he, he's got to be thinking we're going to win the game right here. That's not a hard throw, but, you know, he, it got, he got affected just enough. I mean, it's a game where the quarterbacks hardly were touched. Right? Did anybody get sacked in this game? Maybe Mahomes no. one time on that roll. I don't even know. Like It was just not a pass-pressure game. But there's a play where, again, it's not a sack. I don't even know if it counts as a quarterback hit. But he got affected. He uh, got hit, I think, by more his own guy than by Jones. Um, but, but, Bulldog, Bulldog, let's say he hits that throw. Give him the extra point. 31-27. 140 left. What's their chances of winning? It's better than 50-50. It's not 90. Like, 
Right. Really, they, they had it so that they could. Kansas City was giving it to them underneath. Take your time. Field goal. But whatever, we're protecting the end zone. That, that play happens, and Shakir is open. I don't know if he's got a busted shoulder or whatever, but he's open. Like, it's there. It's just like, ugh, it wasn't what – it wasn't optimal. It, and, and they missed it. You hit it, you know, let's go. I mean, they, yeah. they lost a game to this team with 13 seconds left after that touchdown pass. This was a minute 40. It would have been four points probably and not three. I mean, we've, we've, got, we've got eight months to hash this out. Sean McDermott coming up. His press conference will be brought to you by Northtown Automotive. Whatever you're looking for, you'll find it at NorthtownAuto.com. Let's do the Skyworks stats of the game. Skyworks equipment rental, building America from the ground up. What have you got? Josh Allen passing 26 of 39 for a very modest 186. One touchdown pass in the game that went to Khalil Shakir. What a play that was. Amazing. Uh, throw and catch. I mean, just Shakir had a couple of really big-time catches. That one for the touchdown, another one down there to get them a first down near the goal line. Uh, Allen, 12 for 72 on the ground, two touchdown runs. James Cook, 18 for 61. Ty Johnson, 7 for 40. Passing, Kincaid leads the way, 5 for 45. Well, Shakir caught seven balls, but for 44 yards. Diggs, 3 for 21. <laughs> Nothing. Mahomes, not a big crazy day for him either. Two touchdown passes, both to Kelsey, 17 for 23, 215. Pacheco on the ground, 15 for 97. Kelsey, 5 for 75 in those two scores. By the way, Diggs, 3 for 21. They threw to him on the first two plays. Fumble, batted out of bounds, I would say smartly, by Kincaid. Whatever, 10 yards, we'll take it. And then the second play, incomplete to him, popped Edwards out for the game. The defensive players out for the game, hitting Diggs on that play. First two passes are to Diggs, three for 21. I mean, this how many years in a row? This, the Bills season ends, and Stephon Diggs is like, you know, wide receiver four on the team or something. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. We'll look for your calls coming up. Sean McDermott still to come, 716-803-0550. This is the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Going to roll out to his left, nowhere to go, fires to the end zone, and it's caught! Caught in the end zone for a touchdown! An unbelievable flick of the wrist from Josh Allen to who else? Glue hands, Khalil Shakir. He doesn't drop anything. It's our electric play of the game, which is brought to you by Town Mazda and Town Hyundai for an electrifying performance. Check out their exciting lineup of EVs at townauto.com. That's a 13-yard touchdown pass from Allen to Khalil Shakir. Uh, Put the Bills back in front. It sadly was the last time they scored in the game. That that got them to 24, and that is where they stayed. What a play. Holy cow, what a play. So, Bulldog, um, it's minutia, but it's the like you would say, it's the postgame show. Allen throws it away on third and eight, the play before that. The, the Bills are down here, 20-17. to 17. Throws it away on third and eight, and then they get a delay of game penalty. You had Sean McDermott running down the sideline. I caught his eye before I saw the clock run out. Like, he's going to try to call another time, a second timeout, and he doesn't get it because it's delay of game. They call the penalty first this time. And you see, after the, the uh, penalty is enforced, you see him arguing. 
Like, did he yeah. want the second time out? Like, do you know? Did you do you did you think you knew what he was arguing there? I did not. I did not. I, I might have assumed he was arguing that the clock wasn't all the way down, and you're choosing now to be ticky tacky about that. But I, 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 no, I did not. I did not spend much time thinking about. Okay. I was just too tense, needing them to convert third and thirteen, which you know they ended up doing. Of course, they do it. Third and eight, yeah. third and thirteen. What's the difference? You right. would never. You would never call a time out there if you were of right mind. And he's running down the sideline, I think, to do it. I mean, we've seen him do it 50 times. Um, you know, he called it both coaches, wasted a timeout. How about Kansas City on first and 10 calling a timeout in the second half of a game against the Bills? These, t- these coaches are still calling. They can't help it. They're still calling timeouts to avoid five-yard penalties in the year 2024. So bad. Well, I think maybe McDermott was saved from himself there because of the delay of game. And, of course, what happens? Allen rolling left. Hits Shakir at the pylon for an impossible touchdown. So it goes, man. So it goes. The season is over. Kansas City beats the Bills again when it matters. 803-0550 for your calls. We'll have Sean McDermott's press conference coming up. Let's get to the calls. Let's get to, right? Let's get to some fans here. Let's do it, yeah. Let's go. The first response from the fans brought to you by Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy. Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy. First and faster to any size disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. Let's go to Dan here. Hi, Dan. Dan? Hello, Dan. Hello. We hey, can hear how are you guys doing? Okay. How are we doing? Uh, my guess, uh, you know, guys, I've been – with the team since I was born in 83, so I've seen all the Super Bowl losses, and I had to, you know, I had to endure all of them. And, you know, the heartbreak sucks, but as a true Bills fan, I've always, as my dad says, you always, you always stay with your team. And, you know... I, I remember the Cowboys loss, the second one, or no, the yes. first one. We should have had it. The one they we lost by 35 it. points. Well, we should have had it at the beginning. Okay. Maybe what about was, tonight's game, Dan? What Anything on tonight's game? Tonight's game, we should have had it. We should have okay. had it, but it was a heartbreak. And I just want to know, how do you guys endure the the losses and still sticking with your team. What a choice do you have? I, I, I guess you just don't have a choice. you got to right. stay Easy. with your team. Ask an answer. You could walk away, but, I mean, I don't, I don't know who's ready to do that. I'm certainly not. I mean, the, the, these, these days, these games and these moments, and, and I think like, I don't want to speak for Mike, but for me even, the familiarity – of the bitter disappointment and and sitting in these chairs and talking with folks like yourself and and however many others are going to call and and going over this, um, it's how do you do it? I mean, they pay us, Um, but I'm, I, I could cry. I'm so upset about this for a variety of reasons that I don't really even need to get into, but it, it just, it's, mentally crippling to have the results go this way and you know this this is a different game than last year's playoff loss where you never really were even competitive this is more heartbreak 
And, you know, I don't need to compare which is worse. It all sucks. We're, 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 we're continuously sitting here season after season, you know, supposedly commiserating. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it just it, it, it wears on you is all, is all I'm saying. It wears on, it wears on me uh, to, to the familiarity of this scenario. Uh, just it still hurts. It's not like I'm not numb to it from the repetitive nature of the disappointment. It burns. And in fact, I would say it burns more. I, I was more tense about this game than I can remember being for any game ever in my life. Well, you know, that's right. Because finally, Patrick Mahomes had to, you know, play on the road. And it was going to be here where, where it was cold. And this fan base. And so. You'd better win. We said it every day this week. You'd better win. And it's too raw. It's too recent for me to have any sort of perspective on, like, how do you not change allegiances? I'm not thinking about that at all. I'm thinking about how there's going to be 5,000 wide right references that we weren't ready for in the next six months on ESPN. That's what yeah. I'm thinking about right now. Like, yeah. you couldn't just lose this game. You had you couldn't even – it wasn't even wide left. Like, it could have been wide left. Right. And, you know, 27-24, GG. But it's wide right. So now we get to face more of that stuff that, you know, we have no use for anymore or ever had. After having to put up with, like, you know, numerous soliloquies about 13 seconds, uh, which, you know. Holy cow. That's, you know, that's the, that's. That's what you do. That that's how it goes. Like that that you know, that happened. We live with it. It comes up every day. It seems like on these shows we do. So of course the broadcast is going to bring it up. Same guys in the booth. But I mean, I just oh, they're at the thirteen yard line, and oh, it's thirteen seconds. I mean, shut up. <laughs> what was the other one? What was the other one? He's got twenty seconds more time than he's had. Twenty right. seconds. Mahomes at the end of right. the first half. <laughs> oh my God! Stop I, I, the, the Lions game. <laughs> Went to like six ten or something, so that's when I turn on CBS, yep, and the first thing I see is oh Jim, uh, Tony and Tracy got it. Trace Jim, Tony and Tracy took a special trip to Kansas City to reflect. I mean, he's got short sleeve. What is this special trip to Kansas City? But there are twenty times since that game. They're taking a special trip to Kansas City to relive the last two minutes of regulation that day. That's what I, I was like. I said to my wife, it's six twenty three. Can we live in the present? What does the stadium look like right now? Like, is it is it cool? Show me show me some live pictures. But no, we're, we're, we've got Jim Nance and his Augusta, you know, his his, his short sleeve shirt rehashing that game from two years ago against. And then, and then they go to Tracy Wilson. Oh, I was on the field on the Bills side. I had to move to the Chiefs sideline. Oh my, the horror! It was almost kickoff when they were having this conversation, and now here we are. Almost four hours later, and it's just the same as it ever was. Yeah, and and all that stuff is still going to be there to be unpacked and talked about some more, now with a new wide right on top of it. A wide right. Had to be wide right. Just block it next time, Chiefs. Just block it. Save us. Uh, Let's go to Tom next. Hi, Tom. Hey, guys. Uh, I think this this game highlights the fact that this uh, organization overvalues uh, offensive resources, commitment, uh, committing offensive resources towards special teams, specifically having a fullback 
uh, on the roster instead of another wide receiver, and we wind up asking a guy that's uh, been a special teams gunner for part of this season to come up some big plays with for us, and with just one uh, receiver being injured in Davis. What do you think? I think that we begged for more. Uh, you mean you could go back to Odell Beckham Jr. and DeAndre Hopkins, another guy, another guy. We need another guy. And the Bills' move was to draft the tight end who's been nice. Kincaid's a nice player. But at receiver, they've been undermanned, I think, all year. And it hurt him today. I mean, that first long one that Sherfield missed, it bounced off his bicep. Like, he just didn't track the ball. Well, you know, like an experienced wideout might. Or more experienced wideout. Someone who's more that has more time on task and more time in big games and whatever. Uh, so that one, the, the the second drop he had was, you know, uh, would have been a great catch, still very catchable. The one, I, I feel like every segment of every show we do for the foreseeable future, I'm going to want to say at least one time, I can't believe Diggs dropped that long one. Because if Trent Shearfield lets you down, you're like, okay, well, he's Trent Shearfield. But I've got Diggs open, and the ball just, the defender doesn't affect the ball. The defender, like, he, you know, there's some contact with Diggs, but he's got every opportunity to put two hands around that ball and catch it. You're Stephon Diggs. I, I, I can't believe he didn't catch that ball. Maybe next year. Yeah. I mean, the audacity of that gesture. The guy cannot help himself. I'm sure, well, we've already heard from Allen. Was he asked about how much he likes Stephon Diggs? I don't think he was. Not I'm sure he loves him. He loves him more than anything in the world. But, oh, oh, my God, he can't not show him up. He just can't not show him up. It's the passes there. It's the playoffs. It's the Chiefs. I don't even think it's Ladarius Sneed, was it? It doesn't even matter. Like, the, the play is there, and you're 3 for 21 in the game. And, uh, sorry, Josh, you know, if you just could have put it a little bit different. Wow. Listen to me. Let's go to uh, Steve next. Hi, Steve. Hey, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call tonight. Thank you for calling. No problem. Um, well, I mean, kind of to piggyback off of what uh, the last caller said, I just don't understand why this team year after year continues to spend heavily on the defense. I mean, so many high draft picks on the defensive line, free agents like Von Miller, who only played good really in one game this year, and that was this one, and also Leonard Floyd. But yet they continue to not, address the wide receiver position. Yeah, I'm like they take lower round picks on guys. Um, it looks like Shakir's finally paying off. But other than that, I mean, Davis has been ineffective the last two years. He's had multiple games this year of zero receptions or barely any receptions at all. You know, and guys like Shearfield are dropping passes. Hardy's barely done anything. I mean, you mean to tell me they couldn't use the $9 million they used on Floyd and the $2.25 million? You know, on Puna Ford, who's barely played, to try and get DeAndre Hopkins because your number one wide receiver, eventually teams are going to double team him and take him out, just like how they did tonight. And the results showed. I mean, we didn't have 200 yards passing. You know, just wanted to well, get your thoughts on all that. W- welcome to the offseason, everybody. Welcome to the offseason. Why, why did you spend this million dollars when you could have spent that million dollars on that guy? Welcome to the offseason. Gabe Davis was missed he had games where he had zero he had games where he was super important 
He was never taken off the field. His value to the Bills was evidenced by how they used him. Yes, he dropped some. Yes, he had games where one of the reasons why he had games where he had zero was because they became the run-heaviest team literally in the National Football League since they changed offensive coordinators, which I always hated and worried that when you're going to play the very best teams, you're going to be in trouble if you insist on handing the ball to James Cook on first down on every series. They needed Davis. And so he can't be ignored in that point. Now, he's probably going to leave, and, you know, he'll, maybe he'll be somebody else's, whatever, treasure. But they they missed him in this game, and he was, like, forgotten because who needs Gabe Davis because he had zero, zero against the Chiefs or the Eagles or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Of course, they, Leonard Floyd had a really good season. They spent not a lot of money on Leonard Floyd. He had a really good season. At the end of it, they were down so many guys, they needed everybody. So you can certainly say put more into wide receiver. Lord knows Bulldog and I and everybody on this station has said that 100,000 times in the last three years. Maybe they'll do more of that this year. But defensively, they were in so tough against this team yeah. with all their injuries. And, I mean, they did great. They they, they they just did, I think, would you agree, they just did the best they could. Oh, Look I, at the I, play I, Poyer makes on the Hardman fumble I'll, at the end of – Listen, I'll take I'll take that performance. I know they lost, but considering who they had on the field and who they were playing, I mean, that's – you had the ball in your hands at the two-minute warning with a chance to go ahead. And then, at worst, a chance to tie. And I know there's no guarantee there. Like, that defense is going to have to get back on the field with a minute and 40 or whatever left, and good luck to you. You know, if you'd gotten the touchdown, they would need a touchdown to beat you. The field goal would do them no good. Either way, um, I admire the effort. And they, they, it was incredible to me that they even got the stops they did with the, with the manpower they had. I mean, poor A.J. Klein, like, chasing Travis Kelsey, like, just I, – like. Ugh. Thoughts and prayers. I mean, you know, you, you knew I, I strongly suspected that was going to be a big problem. Um, and, you know, it was. It's just, you, you're, they're, they're just down too many guys. But to hold that team, with all that said, it's 20, you know, 27-24, and I've got the scenario is what you'd want. I've got the ball. I have the chance with my healthy quarterback. Yes, I am missing Gabe Davis, and I – fully support what you said about Davis. I I think, you know, he gets a, a tough ride, I said earlier. Like, I, I criticize him with the best of them, but, you know, may, maybe he makes one of those two plays that Shurfield couldn't make for you today? I don't know. Um, just, huh. you, had, you had it. You had your chance. You had the ball. You had your rock star quarterback. And at worst, you had a kick, and none of it went right. Ask the Chiefs players if they think Davis was missed in this game. Like ask the ask the Kansas City Chiefs secondary. They think it would have mattered if if he'd been on the field, especially the guys who were on the team two years ago. Uh, just the Bills have had injuries play. As everybody knows, you don't need the speech. Like they play a huge role in football in results, and a lot of their success in these four or five years, they have benefited. They've been very healthy. This year was they were. It's, it's in the past now. I'm, sorry, I'm just realizing I'm saying it this way. Offensively, they were very healthy. The li- offensive line almost never missed a snap this year. So you had that. Defensively, you fell apart. 
and you still like Bulldog just said it. It's it's super it's super right. Like two minutes to go, Allen is the quarterback. You're on the Chief what twenty seven twenty six yard line. Which team would you rather be? Which team would you rather have been with two minutes left in this game? Not because you remember. Not, not because you know you're haunted by home run throwback. I'm not talking right. about like, oh no, we always lose. I don't mean that. Which team would you have rather been in this game? What was the win probability? I don't know. But man, give me the ball. And that's why I want to go slower there, like the Bills have done so expertly in other in other games, to run the clock out. If you, worst case scenario is a short tying field goal. Yeah, instead, we're thrown to the end zone twice, and it's over just like that. One first down, you don't even get another crack at it. A huge anticlimax in a horrible way for it to end. And Allen had options there. They should have been smarter there. That's all they wanted to do these this last six, seven weeks is run the ball. They did it on first down. Everything should be setting up for Allen to run any play he wants, quarterback draw, QB power, tush, pull, anything. He can't be stopped. And you throw two incompletions and kick wide right. Like, that really, really hurts. Every loss hurts. That one, though, not good. Not good. Sean McDermott still to come. Let's go to Derek next. Hi, Derek. Hey, guys. How are you tonight? I mean, obviously, how you guys are doing. Um, Sorry. I first just want to say thank you guys so much for doing this. I It's. I don't know if it's a middle of coming thing, but it's, it's good to hear it and everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, you just feel like you're alone. We watch it on TV, and it's somewhat helpful. Um, yeah, it's just hard because, you know, Josh plays, in my opinion, out of his mind. I agree with everything you just said in the last drive. I think Josh is trying to Superman it sometimes, but I think he just did so good in this game. And I, I don't want to I don't want to make those emotional reactions, right? But at the same time, I'm at this point where – you see the stats in the first half, you know, they had 50% of the plays were first downs for the chiefs. They're averaging nine yards per play They're They don't punt till the fourth quarter. If Poyer doesn't make that amazing knockout at the one yard line, this game might be over sooner. McDermott is here, right? He got us past the hump, but McDermott is here for this defensive mind and for these situations. And this is now, however many years where Reed has just out outplayed him, whatever you want to call it three straight games against the Chiefs in the playoffs. At what point is it like, hey, this guy just can't get it done? I get it was close. I know it just doesn't come down to this, but that – I know injuries make a difference, but I, that much, like that much in that game, and does he get a pass versus, you know, the previous times? I don't know. I just I, – I don't know why I'm going to believe things are going to be any different, even if we weren't in cap hell going into this offseason. Thank you for your call. Time, guys. That'll be, I mean, just like that's just going to be the topic of the next six months is, and I, we we said we talked about this this week. We hated it because Bulldog and I are sitting here going, you'll remember the conversations, of course. Like, do you want to really sort of play out what this game really, the stakes here? Because, like, what if they win? What if they lose? What if they win? Then we have a whole other team next week to talk about the Ravens. And, like, you sort of, you, you've beaten Kansas City, but you, you have that. And then the Super Bowl after that, that was the goal. What if you lose? It's just like, oh, my God, everything, almost everything is is just going to be debated. And that question, is this like, well, there's two different questions. One is, is this like Sean McDermott's ceiling is one. And the other is, how am I supposed to think I'm going to beat Kansas City next time? The game was in Buffalo. Like, what's different next time? And, like, those are not 
at least the second one, is not an answerable question. I mean, it's just not in a satisfying way because, sure, it's, of course it's possible, but who wants to hear that? <laughs> no, no, Nobody wants to hear that. Bills fans don't want to hear that. Then who else is going to want to hear that? It's possible. These games are all really close. Yep. So, of course, sure, it's possible. But I don't know. Like, we'll really get dirty, get our hands dirty with that last drive and whether, like, you could trace that. What I would want to trace to McDermott is just the running game. And, oh, they just, like, it's just a, a new team. They run the ball now, and everything's fine. And it was never, to me, likely to work. And is that is that maybe too easy now to say that it didn't? We have all the rest. We have, we have months to, to talk about it. Uh, Sean McDermott's ready. Let's hear from the coach. And... Um... You know, didn't didn't play um, the way we needed to. I thought in, in two of the three phases, defensively first and, and special teams. And um, I thought offensively did some really good things. Some plays still left out there, but overall, um, I, I saw uh, I saw our offense. You know, I thought they had a productive night overall. Moved the football, uh, possessed the football, which we knew we had to do. Um, against against Mahomes and, and the offense, and um, but overall, uh, we didn't do enough defensively um, to uh, to impact the game more than we could have. Um, so, and I, I felt overall it started up front. You know, they, we allowed them to be a two-dimensional offense in, in the run game in particular, and hit some big runs on us, and um, that was. Um, not like us um, throughout the the, uh, the other parts of the season. So, um, uh, but I'm grateful for the fan support this year for for the fans tonight. Obviously, not the result we wanted uh, to give everyone, um, but um, very grateful for the uh, for the support all season long. Sean, what was the challenge of your line linebacking unit as you're already scraping and then you lost a couple? Well, it was kind of like how it's been most of the year. I mean, guys were going down early um, and, and throughout the season, and the guys battled, and uh, just wasn't enough tonight. Uh, but in, in the course of the game, I think Tyrell went down first, and then AJ, um, and then uh, and then AJ came back there. So and Tyrell came back. So it's just what you deal with. Sean, just short in this round for the third straight year, is it? Disappointment grow each year, or are you still confident that this team keeps chipping away? Yeah, I'm confident uh, in in this team. I'm confident, in Josh. I'm, you know, we have to continue to grow, and and um, I think a piece of you want to you want to get to a game like this as healthy as you possibly can. Um, uh, that's not the reason why we lost. However, um, again, we just didn't do enough uh, defensively um, or special teams wise enough to impact the game. Into the decision on the fake punt. And yeah, I just just felt like we were having a hard time stopping them, and uh, they were up three at the at the time, I believe it was, and um, wanted to be aggressive. You know, you only get one chance, and so I wanted to be aggressive. Obviously, it didn't work, but but you but you, it's a decision I made, and you live with it. So I, you know, then we you know made fortunate enough to make the stop there, which which got the ball back for us. Wait, you you consider keeping the offense out for the sake of being aggressive. Why, I guess, choose the special teams option instead of the offense? Yeah, just, again, hadn't done it. The, the element of surprise maybe a little bit there, you know. Felt, we felt good about the look going into the week. Um, so I understand what you're saying about keeping Josh out there. Um, you know, so it's 
just where the feet where the where we were on the field in relation to the element of surprise in that situation uh, again obviously we didn't we didn't execute uh, we didn't get it done there but um, I'm just going to be aggressive you mentioned the struggles on special teams it came back to cost you in the end what did you see on that operation uh, on, on the missed field yeah, goal it just looked like it got pushed right from the start um, I thought a couple of the field the extra points were, were going right a little bit also and um, that wind blows usually left to right in that in that uh, that part of the stadium there, and, and that's where the ball went. Are you concerned about Tyler's confidence at all, the way that the season has kind of ended for him? No, and and uh, we have full confidence in Tyler. Um, you know, he's cooked, kicked well for us over the years. Uh, I thought he came out early and was kicking well. The ball was coming off his foot well, and um, and then the ball started to fade a little bit. You know, in some of those extra points, and then the last the last kick, as you saw. Sean, So we did a workout with Sam. You know, we held through the week there and tried to give him as much time as we could. And then uh, we, the, the uh, training staff, um, performed a workout with Sam and, and deemed him able to kick. And and so that's what we went with. What was the philosophy on that final possession that you had in terms of the clock management and willingness for field goal versus getting aggressive or trying to do a little bit more with the touchdown? Are you saying leading up to that point or after? Or yeah, lead it because you. Based on what you were doing, you obviously wanted to work the clock. Yeah. Um, is what the yin and the yang was on going for yardage versus working the clock. Well, we wanted we wanted yards. You always want yards and, and points first, and and as many points as you can get. The clock is a is a uh, is a secondary th- thought, but a thought, no doubt. Um, against a you know a quarterback like like Patrick, you want to obviously leave leave him as as uh, minimal time as possible. But the first and most important thing is points. It's been a really good team for a really long time. Um, but to get past this, this phase of the postseason, to get past the Chiefs, do you think it's going to take some small tweaks here and there? Or is, is there something structural, something bigger that has to change? With your well, no, I mean, we'll, we'll look at things um, like we always do. and. Uh, we've got to continue to to uh, to work at it. That's that's uh, that's where it starts. Is focus on. Obviously, the season just got over, but uh, we'll turn over every leaf this off season. And um, you know, I'm fully confident in this football team. Fully confident in our staff. And um, you know, we're within a whisker of tying tying that game, and maybe even taking the lead there um, against the defending world champs. So uh, again, we just didn't do enough. Uh, starting with me, just didn't do enough tonight to to win this game. I know, you know, you've been in this spot before, you know, as the defensive coordinator this year, the offense scores 24 points. You mentioned it was tough to get stops in this game. How much responsibility do you feel in this moment? And, you know, the defense in general. 100%. Um, that's, that starts with me. Um, as the head coach, number one, just like if the offense um, would had a, had a similar night, if they did, it starts with me. And, and I take full responsibility. Um, that's that's how I feel about it. that's how I feel about it. One hundred percent is uh, we didn't do enough to to win the game. What did you see from their defense that allowed them to take Stephon Diggs pretty much out of the game? Uh, they got a good defense, you know. Um, they they uh, they're well coached. They they fly around and they've got different you know coverage looks, you know blitz looks. Um, um, so they they have some players that that do some. You know, up front with Chris Jones and, and some of their some of the rushers, and then the back end, they've got some guys, some athletic guys that move around. And Steph had a couple opportunities, I thought, and um, you know, 
well. So he's Steph. I thought had a had a good postseason here for us. Well, I just think overall, when we were able to get him into a third down, we, we, we were able to win those situations, but we couldn't get them into third down enough. And, you know, we finally made a couple stops uh, midway through that fourth quarter there. And, um, but again, not enough. Um, just, you know, usually starts up front and at the line of scrimmage. And, and I didn't think we, we did enough there. And then because of that, it, it, starts, it becomes a two-dimensional game where they're winning too many first downs, staying on schedule, uh, in particular in the run game, and, and then you're having to defend the run and the pass at the same time, which gets difficult. Yeah, getting Saran out there helped us uh, covering Kelsey, and again, I think they were one for five, uh, one for five on third downs, and the challenge was we just couldn't get them into third down enough, and which is surprising, um, and. You know, just the run game overall, I thought was the biggest was the biggest issue in uh, run fundamentals. There's a, there's a lot of attention to getting the Chiefs, getting a chance to play the Chiefs here. What's the level of disappointment that didn't feel that way? I'm ex extremely disappointed. Yeah, I mean, you put so much time into this, you put so much time into a season, let alone this game and the preparation for it, and to come out and to not perform the way. I'd hoped we would have. Um, you know, it's, it's extremely disappointing and frustrating, and uh, it's a type of situation in our business where you got to spend the whole off season thinking about it. Um, but it, but it drives you harder. If that's even possible to drive someone harder, it drives you harder to to uh, come back next season and continue to work at it. Um, there's listen. There's only one team at the end of all this that's happy. Uh, I can tell you that I've been to two Super Bowls, and there's only one team that's happy. So. Um, it's that type of business, and, and you keep working at it. You mentioned the fake punt part of it was, you know, it's tough to get stops. At what point in this game did you kind of start to maybe waver in your confidence in your defense to get those stops? No, never. You know, never. They, they, listen, they've been battling all season long through injuries, through adversity, whatever it's been, and they've stepped up. Um, and, and I'm extremely proud of them for that. Tonight, we didn't do enough, starting with me. And uh, and uh, and so you know I but you know I wouldn't trade any one of those guys or or tell you that I'm not confident in those guys. I am extremely confident. Sean McDermott and the Bills go down in the divisional round for the third year in a row. After answering many questions with how, of course, confident he is in everybody, he says at the end, "I wouldn't ever tell you that I'm not confident in any of them." I thought the really only interesting thing there was when he got the question about digs thank goodness and he of course wants to be positive he'll never say anything like i don't have confidence or anything critical so he sort of rushed through he had a couple of opportunities in this game and then he said overall had a good postseason for us bulldog i mean just next next question overall had a good postseason for us I mean, what is that even saying? Monday, okay, whatever. Then tonight, three for 21. He got passes on the first two plays. He dropped a bomb that could have won him the game late. Yeah. Not going to criticize him, but that's what it sounds like when he's not in a good place. McDermott, like, overall had a good postseason. It's been a week. Overall had a good postseason for us. Oh, boy. 
It's the welcome to the off, the off season is here. Yeah. Chiefs win 27-24. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog back to your calls after a break. This is Buffalo Bills football. The Buffalo Bills look to advance to the AFC Championship, but ultimately fell short once again at home in the divisional playoff round by a score of 27-24. to Kick by Bass is on the way, and it is no good. No good wide to the right. Josh Allen led the day with 26 completions for 39 attempts, 186 yards, and one passing touchdown. He also led the ground attack with 12 carries for 72 yards and two rushing touchdowns. Dalton Kincaid was the Bills' leading receiver with five receptions for 45 yards. Taking a look at scores from around the league, the San Francisco 49ers survived against the 7th seed Green Bay Packers 24-21 last night, and the Baltimore Ravens secured home field advantage for the AFC Championship, beating the Houston Texans 34-10. And the Detroit Lions continue to make their playoff run, advancing to the NFC Championship and taking on the 49ers after defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-23. This sports update is brought to you by Independent Health, well beyond insurance. Learn more at redshirttreatment.com. Now taking a look at traffic for your ride home from Highmark Stadium, we're seeing the usual slowdowns on Abbott Road, Southwestern Boulevard, Big Tree Road, also Brompton Drive, and we're seeing the uh, Southwestern Boulevard slowdown start to bleed onto the 219 as we see some volume increase there. We'll keep an eye on it. It's nothing too bad right now, but around the stadium, the roads are in gridlock, so do not expect to be going anywhere anytime soon. But again, we'll keep you posted here for the rest of your commute home. Traffic is brought to you by Sullivan's Brewing. From Ireland to Buffalo, the best ales in the world. I'm Joe Kelly for the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Here's the snap. Allen going to keep it and run. Looking for the end zone, and he's in. Josh Allen, the beast, has been released. It's a five-yard touchdown run for Buffalo. There's one of Josh Allen's two rushing touchdowns on the day. He also threw one touchdown pass to Khalil Shakir. Eye on the quarterback brought to you by Great Lakes Building Systems. We keep an eye on your business so you don't have to. Great Lakes Building Systems, our business, is protecting your business. So it's six years of Allen now, and has it ever been more true just how unstoppable he is running? I mean, it's such a talking point, and this season started with the Bills making a obvious concerted effort to have him run less often. They were able to keep their season alive long enough to the point where, okay, Josh, go run all the time, save us, and he does. And this game, I mean, so many of the passes he threw were even, like, behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, James Cook was James Cook. Okay. Dropped dropped a touchdown pass, you know. Uh, didn't get charged with a fumble because he landed just in time. Had a couple of sort of cool moves and a couple of cool moments. You know, what did you say, 60, 70 yards, same as ever. But Allen, like, they're going in before halftime, and you know he's keeping it, and you know he's scoring. And it's just for as just unstoppable as he is with the ball in his hands for this game to end the way it did, incomplete in the end zone, incomplete in the end zone, field goal missed after a one-yard cook run because, again, that's what we do on first down. Uh, that's really a shame. It's just so, you know, Bulldog forever. 
we've talked about punting and the whole crusade, fourth and whatever. We, we talk about it in terms of ask yourself how you would feel if you were the other team. So I've got fourth and four, and I send the punter out, and you're, you're happy. You're relieved. Like, oh, glad you're not going for it. We'll mm-hmm. take the ball. You know, it's just a way of thinking about sort of a, an intuitive way of thinking about those decisions. Imagine your relief ever, any situation, when Allen is not running into you, through you, over you. And this game ends with, you know, incomplete pass, incomplete pass. He does fumble on that possession. And Spencer Brown, Kincaid and Spencer Brown do a great yeah. job to uh, to save the Bills there. But I don't know. It's almost like you, you can't do enough of it for me. You just can't do enough of yeah. of Allen, you know, running to I thought the Chiefs did, did do as much as he hurt them. I mean, it speaks to how great he is um, and, and, and how difficult it is to contain him and stop him ultimately, but they did do a good job. That third down play, like the the, the, the last play after the missed to Shakir in the end zone, um, they did a very good job of not, like, you, you, you know, didn't we just have last week, like, or the week before, like, third and 13, oh, there's 15 yards for Josh Allen. It was the Miami game. Like, I, I'm just, I'm coming through. They, they were really, I thought, smart and disciplined on that play. Like, they're... I'm sure Allen would have loved to have taken off, but there was really they they did a, they they had enough guys home and disciplined to just sort of he really had he had the sideline and nowhere to go, so he just bought as much time as he could and ultimately like that ended up looking like a throwaway. Um, it didn't seem close to being complete, and the whole time Kansas City just was happy to just keep funneling him to the sideline. They just didn't give him a seam. Uh, in the, so they, they finally did a good job when it mattered the most, I guess. That worried me about this game. It's a, it's a point that gets made about the Ravens, too. Like, Lamar Jackson has this crazy good record when they play against the NFC, teams that have never seen him. You know, Kansas City was so familiar with Allen. He got his yards. I thought he'd come in yep. way lower when it came to yards. But the very fr- quickly, then your calls, very first drive of the game, the Bills drive to the Chiefs' nine and they're showing Willie Gay, who would later leave this game. It looks like he's going off the field, and he makes this sort of gesture like you would when you're sh- you, you're trying to tell an official that a pass was tipped, like a deflect. the pass was deflected. This is before the next play. He's sort of making this gesture, the pass was tipped, and then they show a different Chiefs player, and he's making the same gesture, and it occurs to me, like, this is the play call. And so it's third and eight from the nine. What do they do? They had four men on the line. They didn't rush anybody. They dropped everybody else, and they just waited for Allen to make a decision, and he threw a pass, and they knocked it down to the line. Like, that, that that's experience, you know? That's experience mm-hmm. playing against him. The Bills have done that to Mahomes as well, you know, uh, tip passes. So I think the Chiefs had a play, whatever they would call it, like deflect or something, yeah, yeah, where they yeah. just did not rush him. And you know what? We're just going to stand back here and throw our arms up when you Hand, when you release yeah, the ball. Hands up rather it. than rush. Yeah, right. That's right. Back to your calls. Let's go to Eric next. Hi, Eric. Hey, guys. Uh, boy, this is another tough one. Uh, I'm 59, so this is 50 years of being a Bills fan. And now now my son is he's 22, and he's uh, he's just starting. So, uh, but one thing that you said uh, – this was one of the toughest weeks I've had getting ready for a game. Just, I just felt nervous. Just felt like this was so big, such a big opportunity. 
and uh, just felt like, wow, gosh, we let another one, another opportunity get away. But, um, can't ask any more from Josh, but I, I thought the same thing you said about that last drive with, with eight minutes left. We got the ball, I think it was about eight minutes. And I think, thought, this is it. I said to my son, I said, we got to score seven. We got to get seven here. We got to go down and end the game. Um, and it was looking that way. And gosh, and it, it looked like uh, Diggs was definitely open on that second down play. I, I went back, I went back and watched that again, and he was wide open for, and he would have got a first down. And uh, I mean, I guess it's hard to blame Josh for something like that, but but then then you hear you hear coach talk about you got to school, you know, you you can't think too much about the clock. You got to think about scoring which I, I get a piece of that, but even if we make that field goal with a minute 45 left, I don't feel very good about stopping no. Mahomes from getting them in field goal range for a game winner. Uh, so just a, yeah. just a he, lot of that, which, which you've already said, but just uh, now, Mc now Dirk, here, here's, here, here's, here's one good side, I think. Jim Kelly wasn't, I think he was 30 before he got to his first Super Bowl. So, I think Josh is 27, so maybe. Uh, I mean, we still have we still have a have a future here with Josh Allen, that's for sure. So to try to end it on a positive note, but I'll 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 hang out and just uh, just listen to you guys. Sure. Thanks for thanks for listening. Sure, sure. thanks for calling. Yeah, and we're ready McDermott, to go there on McDermott. Yeah, go I was going to say he's making no specific point, like like usual in these press conferences. He's making no specific point about points and yards and time and everything like that. The questions aren't specific. The answers are not specific. So he, there's nothing philosophical you're getting from him about what happened in the last two minutes. It is a really interesting piece, though. Like your your, your analysis of it so far, um, and calling attention to it, um, I think is really it, it's. I mean, it could it could be everything, uh, could have been everything, um, you know, to, to be a little more patient there um, and try to bleed more clock. I mean, I don't know. It might, it might have been tough to get it down to where, I mean, where, where is this fan base going to feel comfortable taking the lead with time left on the clock against that guy? You know, like, how far do you need to run it down, <laughs> right? To zero, I think, is what you need playing that guy so um man just tough tough that was there the game let me squeeze this in here managing the game that's what this is here uh that final sequence uh, is presented by the financial guys western new york's one-stop financial shop yeah that that was there it would have been you know perfection if they had gotten the you know a first down on that digs play the caller mentions or something else and you know uh Allen sneaking something on short yardage just never it, it never uh, got to that point it's e it's very easy I admit to say something like this when it's over after you've missed those throws but there there was there was a scenario there where they could have run it out even with the Chiefs having two timeouts uh, unlikely but possible and arguably should have been uh, the ultimate goal you at least could have gotten them to use their timeouts if not, run the clock all the way down. Like it might have been hard to get it perfect, but at least you could have forced them to t take time out so that if you got to give them the ball back with, you know, a minute or whatever, at least they don't have the benefit of having the timeout. 
Right. Brett is next. Hi, Brett. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. So I think this is, and I don't think this is a rash opinion, but I think this this loss, which is terribly disappointing, falls directly on Sean McDermott's shoulders. This they've had how many years to prepare for Mahomes? You know, five, six years. You got to stop Mahomes. The defense comes up with one stop, one punt, and one miracle, lucky play at the end zone. I think you know this this. If McDermott can't stop Mahomes after all the preparations he's had, what is he doing here? What is his value? I don't see it. I don't think that he's the one that's going to get us to where we need to get. You've got a limited time period with Josh Allen, and I don't think McDermott is the guy that's going to get you over the hump and get you there. He got us through the playoffs. That's great, but he's not going to get us there. I think you need a change. I think this loss is clearly defines what McDermott is capable of. And like you said earlier, I think this is his feeling that is it. So that's my opinion, and I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a rash, you know, very upset opinion. I think that's the truth. I think it also can be said that it defines what Mahomes is capable of. So not an easy guy to stop. Mike Shope and the Bulldog here. The Chiefs win it 27-24. More postgame coverage next. This is Buffalo Bills football. The Buffalo Bills looked to advance to the AFC Championship, but ultimately fell short once again at home in the divisional playoff round by a score of 27-24. to 24. Kick by Bass is on the way, and it is no good. No good wide to the right. Josh Allen led the day with 26 completions for 39 attempts, 186 yards, and one passing touchdown. He also led the ground attack with 12 carries for 72 yards and two rushing touchdowns. Dalton Kincaid was the Bills' leading receiver with five receptions for 45 yards. Taking a look at scores from around the league, the San Francisco 49ers survived against the 7th seed Green Bay Packers 24-21 last night, and the Baltimore Ravens secured home field advantage for the AFC Championship, beating the Houston Texans 34-10. And the Detroit Lions continue to make their playoff run, advancing to the NFC Championship and taking on the 49ers after defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-23. This sports update and scores from around the league are delivered by the UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Taking a look at traffic around Highmark Stadium, Abbott, Southwestern Boulevard, Big Tree Roads, Brompton Road, California Road are all seeing significant slowdowns as per usual leaving the stadium. And then the Southwestern Boulevard slowdown sneaks onto the 219 as well where we're seeing gridlock now. Uh, That was just a light slowdown there just a little while ago. And that takes you up to about Fisher Road and the 219 to 90 interchange there. So um, once you get up past Mile Strip, you're going to be starting to move there pretty clearly. So we'll keep you posted on the traffic situation as your evening commute home from the game continues. Traffic is brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet with you for the extra mile. I'm Joe Kelly for the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Looking to the right, has Diggs who snares it. First down, yardage, and more. What a catch by Diggs over the middle. He stopped a bullet in its tracks and then ran for another eight yards. Difference maker of the game tonight was Josh Allen. Brought to you by Independent Health. At Independent Health, you'll find more than 1,000 Western New Yorkers who are big fans of this community and big fans of the Bills, of course. Independent Health, well beyond insurance. Learn more at redshirttreatment.com. A pretty modest 
day stat-wise for Allen, but he probably lost at least 150 yards on drops. Ooh. It was up there. But their, their, their passing game disappeared a long time ago. And some of it was because they wanted to be different. You know, a lot of a lot of it was. They wanted to be different. That's why Ken Dorsey was fired after they lost to Denver because they had twelve men on the field goal for a, on, on the field for a field goal attempt. They, they they wanted to be different. McDermott wanted more of his kind of style, which is more conservative. And it worked. So it was obvious. It was never going to change. They they built the running game and they got a lot of credit for it. But uh, you know, their passing game suffered. Davis got hurt. That isn't their fault. Shakir did well. Shakir leaves this game and comes back. Um, he had a he really established himself, I would say, to an important extent this year. He he really came on. But that's kind of it. I mean, Kincaid is a, a great idea, and he had a good season himself too. But um, it's another year. I think. Would you disagree? It's another year where all we're we're going to be talking about is weapons. Hundred percent. I mean, and, and, and even, you know, you're, it's it's one thing when Trent Shurfield lets you down, but when Diggs is the culprit of, you know, just, again, not, not I don't even think a particularly hard play. Just, it's, but yes, they, they, they definitely need help. They need help. I don't know if Diggs, I mean, is he still a number one receiver at this point? I I don't know. Um, I it's hard. It's hard to feel like I, I can trust him. But you know, beyond that, yes, weapons. Oh my gosh! I mean, this team. I so much upheaval. I think coming, uh, just aging out, salary cap. I mean, I, I I'm going to be really quite a job. You know the the idea that the cap can always be manipulated and massaged and you know there's always money in the banana stand you hear from time to time from football fans and even analysts i mean i don't know man they've got they've got age and they've got big contracts with age and i i don't think this is going to be an easy offseason at all they also have the stress that comes with coming up a little bit short years in a row and last year was stressful with Diggs, and you wondered why the whole time. And, you know, Diggs likes to tell you, I, I didn't say I wanted, didn't want to be here and sort of kind of brush it all off, if not blow it off. But, like, it it went straight downhill for him for most of the second half of the season. And tonight doesn't help. And he's got a huge number next year. So we have another summer probably of just whether – it's our fault because he'll always say that it is or someone else's speculation about where his head is at and his desire to stay with the bills. Let's go to Andrew next. Hi, Andrew. Hey guys. Uh, appreciate you taking the call. Um, going to be honest, pretty exhausted uh, with where we're at. Um, I can't help but feel like yeah. we've just, taking steps back like you go back to that divisional game in kansas city and josh has 330 um and then you look at today and he's got 186 and you know just like you guys talked about the passing game disappeared a long time ago and it's to the point i i guess the point i'm trying to make is like 
where do we go from here? Is it a coaching change? Is it a, another OC change? Like, is Joe Brady the guy? Or like you guys were just talking about, we've got to go out and get, get weapons. Like, we need a true number two. We need to have that dynamic offense. Like, what happened to that dynamic offense? I know they went back to the, the ground and pound with, with all the injuries. And, like, I especially understand today, like, you're trying to keep KC off the field so you're eating clock and, and running the ball and stuff. But, like, felt like when we were at our best, we were just passing the ball. Um, kind of slinging it around out there, and and we've seemed to got gotten away from that. Um, and I'm just to the point where, where do we go from here? Um, one thing before I leave, show up one more time for the end of the season, 17 and 14 <laughs> on the roulette table. I uh, appreciate you guys taking the call. See you next season, boys. Yeah, S- 17 because I would oh, I would only ever bet a number where the two digits add up to an even number. Bulldog, over to you. Exhausted is right. The, call, the caller went with that, right? He feels exhausted. Especially that, now. That, that is exactly what I, what I what I what I feel. Like I, I don't uh, like I know. Like we have a, we have a show to do, right? A show and energy and opinions and hot takes. I'm just I'm just fatigued right now by the repetitiveness of this moment. Uh, and that you know that's these few years here where they've lost in this round. That's Kansas City. Uh, but it's also life, you know, like the unfulfilled, no championship, and it's another season by the boards, and, you know, uh, yeah, I need another receiver. What am I going to do with this guy? Like, we'll we'll get there. Like, we'll, we'll recharge and regroup. But, man, right now I am just exhausted. No Emotionally, one. mentally, I'm exhausted. The, this week wore me out. I mean, I was so just so much stress about this game. It just felt like the, the, the some semblance of sameness this team has had since Allen got here, and they've been a contender. And I feel like the curtain just closed on that. That that's Hyde and Poyer, you know, the receipt Diggs Davis. Um, you know, I don't know how much longer I, I should expect Mitch Morris to be anchoring my offensive line. I mean, I just there's just a lot there, um, and it just feels like there's going to be important guys that we really loved watching play for this team that are probably done or close to it, and it's just it's heartbreaking. Yeah, no, no one can be blamed for feeling that way right now. Even like Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, the players being asked about the future. It's just too soon. Um, cause this is a, a crushing loss. Bills fall to the chiefs 27, 24 in the divisional round, Kansas city at Baltimore, then Detroit at San Francisco championship Sunday next week. Mike show the bulldog more post-game discussion next. This is the Buffalo bills. Radio Network. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, with you. The Bills fall to the Chiefs 27-24 in a great football game, but one that, once again, ends with a Bills loss in this rivalry in the playoffs. The last conversation we had before our most recent break was about being exhausted it just hit me it's also like 11 30 but it just it just hit me i mean so so much this year i mean imagine the players imagine josh allen in that moment where he he meets patrick mahomes at midfield after the game 
like just so much on the line, so much emotional energy invested and time and everything. And then, and now it's questions about shouldn't they fire the coach? Shouldn't they do this? Should it, I mean, just take a drink, take a shower, and, and get up tomorrow, and we'll we'll talk about it tomorrow. Um, because the Bills are now officially, well, I quote officially, one of those teams in sports that just has come close for years running, and uh, not even that close, not no. even that close but have fallen short and it's a it's a puzzle and we're all tired yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sorry i i yeah i i really feel like i'm um yeah i feel like i'm not doing what i should be doing i almost i i, I don't know maybe may, maybe this is a situation we we pride ourselves on being real and honest and maybe i'm being a little too real and too honest because i just don't I don't. I don't have any of that in me now. I'm sure I will eventually. Um, I do think the caller who said uh, a, a bit ago about McDermott, like I don't think it's harsh. I think it's true. I think it's harsh, um, considering what they were playing with, the middle of the field for this team, what they were left with. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how, how how you could have expected any more than what they did. I mean, 27 points. Um, with 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 the injuries that they had and you had you had you had to look at it you had you had the scenario like the all week i mean not everyone would have said this but i definitely would have <laughs> you said you said who do you want to beat down by three ball in your hands two minute warning you're at their 26 or wherever they were like all week I, I, if i had known that that would be the scenario i don't think this week would have been as stressful they're like, okay, fine. I'll take my chances with that. That, that that's my outcome. Great. Right. I I, sh- I should win that game, or or at least prolong it. And instead, I'm just, it's just brutal, just Crushed. brutal. Yeah. We'll get to the locker room next. Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. What an amazing tandem career together they've had as safeties for the Bills. Who knows from uh, this point forward, but their perspective, which should be really interesting on what tonight was and what uh, they're thinking about all this coming up. Back with Hyde and Poyer after this. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog. This is the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. The Buffalo Bills looked to advance to the AFC Championship, but ultimately fell short once again at home in the divisional playoff round by a score of 27-24. to 24. Kick by Bass is on the way, and it is no good. No good wide to the right. Josh Allen led the day with 26 completions for 39 attempts, 186 yards, and one passing touchdown. He also led the ground attack with 12 carries for 72 yards and two rushing touchdowns. Dalton Kincaid was the Bills' leading receiver with five receptions for 45 yards. Taking a look at scores from around the league, the San Francisco 49ers survived against the 7th seed Green Bay Packers 24-21 last night, and the Baltimore Ravens secured home field advantage for the AFC Championship, beating the Houston Texans 34-10. And the Detroit Lions continue to make their playoff run, advancing to the NFC Championship and taking on the 49ers after defeating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-23. This sports update and scores from around the league are delivered by the UPS Store. Be unstoppable. 
taking a look at traffic around Highmark Stadium. Abbott, Southwestern Boulevard, Big Tree Roads, Brompton Road, California Road are all seeing significant slowdowns as per usual, leaving the stadium. And then the Southwestern Boulevard slowdown sneaks onto the 219 as well, where we're seeing gridlock now. Uh, that was just a light slowdown there just a little while ago. And that takes you up to about Fisher Road and the 90 inter- 219 to 90 interchange there. So um, once you get up past Mile Strip, you're going to be starting to move there pretty clearly. So we'll keep you posted on the traffic situation as your evening commute home from the game continues. Traffic is brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet, with you for the extra mile. I'm Joe Kelly for the Buffalo Bills Radio Network. Bill season ends in the divisional round again. Uh, second year in a row at home, third year in a row overall. 27-24 Chiefs. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. Let's get to the locker room. Hearing from Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer. What a run they've had. Where does it go from here? I'm sure it'll be, well, I'm not sure it'll be mentioned because sometimes obvious stuff is not mentioned, but it might be. Let's find out together. It's brought to you by Reimer Home Services for your HVAC, plumbing, and electric needs. Any other team out there? Um you know, losing in the playoffs always tough, no matter who it is. And um, been in this league a long time, so you realize you realize how how hard it is to make it back here. You know, what we, we had to win what seven straight, six straight, whatever the hell it was, to get to back to this point. <sighs> Not to mention the roster changes every season, so um, it's always tough. Shock right now? Is it heartbreak? Is it kind of some combination of all of them? Everything, everything. Obviously, I'm I'm extremely proud of the guys in the locker room. You know, just to be at six and six and and fight our way back is is incredible. And I mean, it's obviously isn't our goal to to lose in the second round, but extremely proud of the guys. And same thing. Uh, you know, sad, sad. You know, felt like it was once again this this team, team 2023 was going to get it done and. Came up a little short. Jordan, when you forced that fumble at the goal line or just in front of the goal line, is that when you kind of thought the tides turned and maybe the game flipped? I mean, obviously, it was kind of it was what they called a four-point swing. Uh, anytime you get a takeaway in the in the red zone, um, it kept them from going up, I believe, ten points. Uh, I wouldn't want to say it's a swing or offense. I mean, it was it was just a, a good play in the game. Um, you know, whether you want to say it's a swing or not, the game was just going back and forth uh, really all day. Um, you know, ultimately, they they made one more play than us. Like, uh, Jordan, uh, I, you know, this thing's minutes old, and it's it's tough to answer this uh, question. But, but to get over the hump against this team, all these games, Jordan, like you just said, are back and forth. It's, you know, down. What, what in your with your experience and everything else, do you think it takes for this team to, to kind of get over the top in the postseason against Kansas? Play better, <laughs> make more make more plays. Um, I mean, these type of games really that's what it comes down to. Is uh, you know they always come down to who's going to make the make or not make the last play of the game. Um, I didn't watch the game earlier today, but I'm assuming it came down to to the to the wire. Whoever's making the last plays of the game usually ends up winning. Um, and we just, you know, defensively we didn't make enough plays uh, to help our offense and put them in in good field position to 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 help them out. 
you guys were able to you know, get some stops going there in that second half. What adjustments did you guys make in that second half to get those necessary stops to get the offense back to ball? I mean, just going out there basically saying, like, you know, they were they were driving at will on us. Our offense was driving at will on them. We sh- we had we had to find a way to get a, get a couple stops in the second half. Obviously, Jay Poe was huge play um, in the red zone, taking off points, and then uh, three and out. Um, after we thought we had a three and out, another another three and out. <clears throat> so you know, we just we just had to say enough is enough, and and, and had to get it done. For you two guys, you've been here for seven years. Probably, I would say the base, the best safety tandem that I've ever seen here. Thirty years covering the Bills. How tough is it right now? I mean, <laughs> just lost in the playoffs to the team that you know that's kicked us out. I think this is the third time they've got us out of the playoffs. Um, I mean, it's tough. We work so hard throughout the season um, to fight and call back. You know, our backs against the wall. Everybody doubting us midway through the season, and, and we get to, we get here, and I mean, just that close. Um, you know, it is tough. Um, you know, it's uh, something to something to to learn from for sure, and uh, you know, it's it's tough. What do you have to say about playing alongside 23 there for the past? How much time do we got? Um, I mean, just. My brother, man, my teammate, man, my just my right hand man, dude. I just learned so much football from from him and coming in here in 2017. You know, I just remember him being in Green Bay and he wearing him wearing 33 and I wore 33 in Cleveland. And uh, our, our special teams coach used to always say that I played like Micah High, and so I got always watching him playing. Every time Green Bay's playing, I'm like 33, and then I we met. Met the year before we came out here. It was just kind of—it's surreal that we're seven years later. You know, even be considered the top safety duo in your 30 years of covering. I mean, that's just—it's it's super dope. We uh, we had a plan when we came in here that we really wanted to change this culture and change this this organization into a winning program. Um, and you could argue to say that we have. I mean, we've gone to the playoffs the last six out of seven years out here. That's. Um, I mean that's an accomplishment in itself. Obviously, you want to win the Super Bowl, but you know prior to being us being here, I mean a lot of guys being here. And Buffalo hadn't gone to the playoffs in 17 years, and uh, I mean we're right there. You know the the fans can feel it, um, the team can feel it. I mean we went to that game, felt like we were loose. Uh, obviously, it's a great football team, but uh, just came up a little short. So, but this is it's my guy right here. We'll be tied in for life, um, and uh, I can't say enough good things about him and. Uh, about him and his family. Question for both of you: Have you thought about what the future might hold for, for either of you? No. Obviously, it's right after the game, and I don't really know. Um, you know, like I said before, rosters change each and every year. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's part of the business. It's part of the business. Um, each and every year, after you after you lose, after you win, and um, you know, it's it's tough to even take my head there because it's. Uh, then comes the the frustration as far as not being able to get it done with this group of guys that we've been here, you know, with Jay Poa, myself, Tre'Davious, D. Dog, Reed, and Milano. I think are the original 2017 guys, and um, sprinkle in Josh in 18, and and Taryn in 18. And you just have that nucleus of guys that have been here for so long, and we're able to change the culture. And um, yeah, obviously we're not going to get into detail about changing the culture right now because we just lost. Um, but 
like J-Po said, being 17 years without playoffs and going 6-7, um, we're you know, forever in, in, embedded to each other and, and we're brothers on and off the field. Jordan Poyer, amazing play by Poyer on the uh, Meikle Hardman fumble. Helped give the Bills a chance here late, but they fall short uh, to Kansas City again in the playoffs. Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde there. We want to thank everybody for listening tonight and throughout the season to our post-game coverage. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. Enjoy uh, the rest of your night if you can. Thanks again for being with us. This is Buffalo Bills football. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.